Sechtas Megillah Daf Lamabez, the top line of Lamabez and Medalv, as we have already learned, Benegea Kriya Torah, it used to be that the people that got Aliyah would read from the Sefer Torah by themselves, and the first person that got Aliyah would actually make a bracha of Vashabacha Banu, and then all the rest of the people that got Aliyahs would not make any bracha, only the last one would make the ending bracha, and he would say Asher Nasalon Teres Emes. Now the question is, how do you make that bracha? So the Gemara Stock, Tanabanu, we learned, that the first person that gets Aliyah, he opens up the Sefer Torah, he finds the place where he's supposed to go and read, and this way he won't be half sick, and then he rattles up the Sefer Torah once again, and he closes it, and he makes the bracha of Hashabach the and then he reopens the Sefer Torah, and he starts reading from the spot where he's supposed to read. These are the words Ramea, and Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda argues Ramea, and he says, you open up the Sefer Torah, you look inside, and you find your proper place, and you shouldn't have a half sick, exactly like Ramea says, but then he says, instead of closing up the Sefer Torah in order to make the bracha, you make the bracha of Hashabacha Banu, the curry, and then you read in the Sefer Torah, and some have the gears over here, the Goyal Umavarach, and then prior to making the last bracha, you would roll up the Sefer Torah and then make the bracha. Others, of course, are not curious because it doesn't really make sense at this point that the same person will make the bracha beforehand and afterwards, because, of course, there's only the first person that makes the bracha and the last person. The Gemara asks, My time in Ramea, what's Pshan Ramea that you close up the Sefer Torah? Kid Ula, like Ula states, because Ula said, Why do we say that the person that's reading? For Torah, should make sure that he's not helping the Targum along and not translating. So, so people shouldn't say that the Targum and the translation of the Torah is also written in the Torah. And Rashi says, and then people will come to actually write the Targum in the Sefer Torah. A little bit fair. Why that would happen if there's a potentially a din? They actually have to always write a Sefer Torah by copying it from another Sefer Torah. In any case, the Gemara continues. Here also, the reason why Rameya says to close up the Sefer Torah prior to making the bracha even though the Chayr is eating to a hapsik, is because you want to make sure that people don't say that the brachas are written in the Torah. However, Rabbi Huda, if this is correct, then why did Rabbi Huda argue on Ramea? The Gemara says, Tagum ikel in chenami, Tagum is the potential that people will make a mistake, but brachas, like a brachas, everyone knows that's not written in the Torah. It's not clear exactly why there's a chil between Tagum and brachas, but that's what the Gemara says. Zakh Gemara, Umrab Zera, Umrab Master, Rab Zera said the name of Master, Halacha, Dalach is Pesach, Vuraya, Umabarach, Vikari, which is exactly like Rabbi Huda. So, fact, why did Rabbi say in the name of Rabbi Asna that the halacha is like Rabbi Huda? Why do you have to actually say over the actual halacha? On that Gemara says, since there are certain shitas that had Rabbi Huda as Rameyah shita, Rameyah shita as Rabbi Huda shita, therefore we want to clarify, make sure we understood that halacha is that you open up the Sefer you look inside, you make the bracha without actually having to close up the Sefer and the halacha follows Rabbi Huda the way we have the girsa. And the Gemara continues, Am Rabzira, Am Rabasna, Haluka is Fabimais, Aimbem Mishum Kedusha, some have the girsa that there's no Kedusha of the Oren, the Yesh Ben Kedusha's basic lessons. What is Luchais and what is Bimais? Rashi says, I don't know what Luchais are. The Yesh Ben Fajim, some explain, These are the book copies that are made for Asfarim, that make like our Asfarim, and not written as scrolls. And Rashi continues, Bima, what is the Bima? They would make a Bima, a platform for the king, the Pasha Melch, when he would read from the Pasha of Mishnah Torah at the time of Hakel, and that was read when this Melch was standing on a specially made platform. Of this explains it's referring to the platform that the one that gets the Haftarah would stand on and read from. And Taisus points out, what are Luchais? Zaktais Pirish Ba'aruch, Gilyani Sefetarah, Shalomaylu Mishalomata, Bishalbeinu Daf Ladaf, is referring to the empty space of a Sefetarah between every single Daf, as well as above the writing and below the writing. And then Taisus asks, the Luchai, we have a Mishnah, Mishnah Shabbos that says, the Metamase Daim, and those areas are Metamase Daim. The Yishleim, the Hasbrat Slime, calls Mashim and Kabarim Sefetarah. That's referring when they're still part of a Sefetarah. Guys, 
that over here we're talking about where you cut off that empty space, then that doesn't have any gemuch kedusha ayin and taisis. And yet other rishonim explain the word luchais is referring to the atzichayim that we rolled the parchment of a sefer onto. The Gemara continues. The one that rolls the sefer he should leave it by its center on one of the seams. So if he pulls it tightly and it rips, it will only rip on the seam and it won't rip the sefer itself. If someone is rolling the sefer and he wants to mish it and roll it with the sefer from one point to another point in the sefer and you're doing it all by yourself, so you have the sefer on your lap, and if you're going to pull it from where you are, which is the inner roll, and you're going to pull it towards the outer roll, then potentially the outer roll might fall off your lap, and therefore you should only roll it from the outer roll, and this way it will protect the sefer that shouldn't fall on the floor. However, when you come to close it up in order to make it tighter, then you should close it up from the inner scroll and not from the outer scroll. And Rashi explains because if you put your hands over to the point of the outer scroll and you're closing it up for the last time and you're being goyled and then closing it up and putting it away, then people should see the letters. And by the fact that you're going to put your hands over the ksab, people won't be able to see the letters. And as Rashi says, that we take the cloth to cover the Sefer and you take some sort of gatl and you're tying it, make sure to make the tie on the inside of the Sefer where you open it up so therefore the Kesha will be on the inside towards the actual writing. It will be in the back of the Sefer because when you open up the Sefer once again, you'll have to turn it over on the writing to open up this tie. The ends that are covered and it's not proper, it's not covered for the Sefer Then Taisa brings down the minig as to what Pesukim they used to say when they took the Sefer Torah out of the Aron Kodesh. And at the end of Taisus, he says that even though we pass like Rabbi Huda, and therefore when you open up a Sefer Torah, you should look inside and you can make the bracha even without closing it. So he says, but even if you're Rabbi Huda, it's better to close it and you close it up before you make the bracha. But you don't have to worry about that. Because nowadays we don't have so many Amoratim. But after you read from the Torah, at that point, for sure, you should close up. That even like Rabbi Huda, he would hold that you should close it up in order to make the bracha. And the Gemara continues. If there are ten people reading the Torah, the most chashiv amongst them should be the one that does galila. Or some say that nowadays the actual chashivus is not the galila itself, but the actual hagba. Rashi says that you gather together ten people, and therefore now there's a chiv of kriyas atayra because the only way to have kriyas atayra is if there's 10 people in shul and then 3 people lane if it was a Monday or Thursday or Shabbos by Mincha or there was 7 for example if it was Shabbos whatever the amount of aliyahs you have for that day but in the Chanami it just means as many people that are in shul the one that's most chashiv should get galila and why is that because the Rabbi Shumalevi since Rabbi Shumalevi said that the one that actually does galila or hagba he actually gets the schar of everyone therefore it's the most chashiv thing and that's the thing that you should get. So, is, do you think that you're going to get the schar of everyone? Everyone had a mitzvah and therefore they're going to get their own schar. He gets the same amount of schar as all of them together get. The one that actually completes the last aliyah, that's the one that gets the most schar. The Gemara continues that even though we know there's an isn't of nichlash and you can't listen to other people, however, how do you know that you've heard of Baskal that you're allowed to listen to it? As Rashi says, 
How do you know if you are about to make a decision about something and you heard a voice that said you should do it or you shouldn't do it? The income is and there's no problem with it. So the Gemara brings a pasuk. Shemem says a pasuk in Shaya. That your ears will hear something from the back of you saying, and then the pasuk says, "This is the road that you should travel on." Should you go to the right or should you go to the left? And Tzitzis actually says, "Even though there's no concept of nichos, simon, this could be a simon for you, and you could accept it as a simon." Now it doesn't mean that it's going to be a raimuchachas, but it's something that you could lean on and use as a smach for what your thoughts are and whatever your decision is. And the Gemara now qualifies the statement and says, this is only referring to a case where you heard some sort of a sound and it sounded like a male in a city because even though it's normal for people to be speaking in the city but you don't see this person around and therefore if you hear a male voice it must be some sort of a simon if you call Bidabra or the voice of a woman who's not shriach in the field and you hear it while you're in the field then that's also a simon that's something you should listen to the Gemara now gives another qualification and it's only if the Basco said something twice if he said it once that is not a raya if someone reads from the Torah and he doesn't read with the trap, or if he learns Torah and he doesn't use a song, and Tyson points out, that used to be the minute that they used to learn Mishnais with the song, since they learned about Peh, because they had a song that was associated with the Mishnais, therefore they were able to remember the Mishnais better. And the Gemara says, if someone reads from the Torah without trap, or he learns without the song, then the Torah says about this person, and there's a passing in Cheskel, if the tells us about the Averis of Klai Yisrael, it seems that this is a response by Kodesh Baruch Hu to Klai Yisrael, but Lemaisa, we learn as another time on Klai Yisrael, Baruch Hu says, I gave them the Torah, and they don't consider it good, and the end of the Pasuk says, How can you say that we learn out of this Pasuk, that you have to go and say the trap while you're leaning from the Torah, and you also have to learn with the song, because a person doesn't have a beautiful voice, and doesn't know trap, so we're going to say that the Pasuk refers to this person, as someone that will die and that will be a terrible Einish. Although therefore the Gemara explains the Pasuk is going and coming to teach us the din of Rabbi Shasha. He says that are living in one city they don't go to each other in order to schmooze and learning and therefore they're not able to clarify their learning and they both come out potentially with the wrong pshat. So on them the Pasuk refers and says because they're not getting together therefore the mitzvahs and the chukim that says in will not come out proper because they won't understand it well and mishpatim they won't be able to live by because potentially they'll actually say halacha which is wrong which could be something which would be an isidurisa so for example if they pass wrong on Hilcha Shabbos there's a potential that there'll be chayiv skila Rabbi Nechanan splits up these words a little bit different as Rabbi Nechanan says hakasav oimeh v'gam ani nesatlam chukim v'heim loitayim zelzeh they're not good with each other or mishpatim lo yichibam and the Gemara continues Amr HaPanach Amr HaBeichran kala ikhah sevetera arm nikba arm if someone goes and touches sevetera and touches the cloth without anything in between. He doesn't have some sort of cloth between him and the Savitara with his bare hands, then he will be buried without any clothing. Do you think he'll be buried without any clothing? He will be buried without any mitzvah. Is it possible this person doesn't have any mitzvahs? He'll be buried without this mitzvah. Tyson explains the mitzvah of touching the Savitara. So by refraining from holding the Savitara with your bare hands, you get a mitzvah. And therefore, by touching, it, you won't have that mitzvah. But Vakasha, Maira Vusa, Lakhai Pshita Shain Lishak, Himishlay Osa Mitzvah Kaigan. Since you didn't do the mitzvah properly, of course you don't have the mitzvah. The Kapish Riva, Beloy Isa Mitzvah Shasa Baisha Shah. You won't have the Shah the mitzvah that you did at that moment. Shim Ochasivatari Aram Vikarbay, if while you're reading the Savitari, you're touching the Savitari, 
if someone is picking up the Sefer while he's getting it ready for Hagba and therefore he's touching it without having something in between and he's not holding it for example like we do from the Atzei Chaim or when he's going and checking Sefer that person that touched the Sefer won't have the scar of reading in the Torah he won't have the scar of doing Hagba or Galila and he won't have the scar of checking a Sefer then Tezir says if someone touches the Sefer while having a cloth between him and the Gemara continues Amr Abiyane Breder Abiyane Saba Rabbiane, the son of Rabbiane Saba said Mishmed Rabbiane Raba in the name of Rabbiane Raba Mutav Tigol Marpachos for Al Yigal Sevitera so according to Rashi it seems like what he's saying is that it's better you should roll the actual cloth around the Sevitera but don't take the Sevitera and start rolling the Sevitera itself in order to get the cloth around the Sevitera that's not proper respect for the Sevitera however Rabbeinu Chanan says the Al Yigal Sevitera Kloyma Bloymet Pachos make sure when you're rolling the Sevitera you roll it while holding the cloth and don't roll it up with your bare hands the Gemara now quotes from the Mishnah that the mitzvah is to read the pasha that's relevant to a yontiv in its proper time. Turn around, we learn Moshe tikkun Yisrael. Moshe was misakif b'klayisol. She was showing the darshim and yonish shuliyim that he should ask and be darish in the inyan of that day. Hilchos pesach on pesach. Hilchos pesach on pesach itself. Hilchos atzeres dalachos of shuos. Baatzeres on shuos. Hilchos chag b'chag and dalachos of sukkus on sukkus. And of course, there's a famous tesis and daftal ramadal that we learned before that shloish yom kain l'chag all the fear of shimon gamliel fourteen days before the Chag, you should be shown with Darshan. So Lachar over here, it seems only on Yontiv, and not on those days, not 30 days before, not 14 days before. Ayin enticed on Daftal and Ralph, and Rashi over here says, Why does it say over here that Moshe spoke, Is it that all other mitzvahs, Moshe didn't say to Klai Of course he spoke to Klai Yisrael. And we will stop over here.